0: Hello, All-Star listeners, and welcome to a special episode of the Veterinary Roundtable presented by All-Star Veterinary Clinic. Today, we will not be answering your veterinary-related questions, but will instead be introducing you to a veterinary-related product, Smoothing Groom. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to leave us a review on our podcast, on your podcast provider of choice, and if you have any feedback to improve mm. the Veterinary Roundtable,
1: yes. let us have it. We need to know what the we're people want. are ready for want. it, so
0: bring it on. <laughs>
1: yes. Yes. Yeah, we're changing it up today. They don't even, they didn't even know. Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. On today's episode, we have myself, co-host and associate veterinarian, Dr. Ashlyn Duckwall, two members of the Smooth and Groom team, Lace Lambright and Lily Sterling. And lastly, the head honcho, the head veterinarian of All Star, and my co-host, Dr. Emily King.
2: Welcome. Okay, Thank there you we go. for yeah, being welcome. here with us. Thank you. How
1: are you guys yeah. doing tonight? Really good. Yeah. How about yourself? yeah. yeah. I'm doing well. Thanks. Yeah. yeah.
0: You had said you had listened to a few of the podcasts. So, one of the things we always talk about because it's Six PM when we do this is food. Dude, I don't know if you noticed that theme <laughs> at all. But it's like the one of the things I always yeah. want to be we always talk we're like, you're hungry, aren't you? I can tell in your yeah. face. Well yep. then we're I just gonna get
2: going along snack. just fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> I had to bring so. a snack for tonight so I didn't get too hungry.
2: <laughs> it's fine. I ate dinner at like four thirty in preparations.
1: So. No, okay. <laughs> so, oh, there you go.
2: Smart. Smart.
0: Oh gosh. Well, we're so happy to have you guys yeah. here. We're excited to talk about your product um and um and learn all about it. So yeah. I think it'll be very useful
1: and enlightening to all of our clients too so i'm excited
0: absolutely well, yeah. so when we do the podcast one of the things we like to do is open up with something to lighten the mood yes uh, you know to make people Get to laugh. know each other <laughs> Get to know each other so um this is a would you rather question yeah
1: so icebreaker so
0: yep <laughs> duck wall would you rather have a head the size of a tennis ball or a watermelon <laughs> you already do no i'm just kidding
1: <laughs> i literally i that's the first thing i thought is like all the time charles jokes because i he thinks i have a huge head because his head is so much is smaller so i can't we can't share hats he's like don't adjust it i have it you're gonna ruin it you're gonna stretch it out (laughs) so i laughed because i think some people would say i already have a watermelon size head so i would
2: want the size of a tennis ball okay Mm it makes sense i like it yeah all right
1: lace
0: what about you
2: I'm gonna go with a tennis ball as well. Uh, totally different reason. <laughs> I love watermelon, but um, I feel like tennis ball would attract more dogs, and I'm
3: all about oh, that. So. Oh, I like <laughs> it. Oh, okay. New approach. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah good approach. So that's so good. <laughs> I'm you? with you. Mm-hmm. I come from a long line of watermelon sized <laughs> heads, so uh, although. Well, and me and my husband cannot share hats. His would yeah. sit on top of my head like a flying saucer or something. Yes, yeah. it's, it's a problem. But, you know, I'm going to stick with my watermelon head. Yeah? Okay. It's, it's taken a long time to acquire all of my hats, and I'm not ready to change it up. Change yeah, it up. Like let it. him go. Don't let it go. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I have the tennis ball head, I feel like. <sighs> I have a small head.
3: I, think I feel like little, it's
0: really small. I mean, small. it's not like small in proportion to your body, but. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but So I think I'm going for the watermelon yeah more to
1: fit in there more knowledge more knowledge that's right yeah sure exactly that's why my head's so big already that's right
3: (laughs) i've maybe said that yeah that's right
1: take that all you
3: people that's right
0: exactly oh my gosh that was a good one i thought it was funny it is funny i love would you rather yes
3: we could just do that this week. i know the whole podcast exactly they get
1: pretty interesting for sure yeah Mm Okay. Well, should we jump right into
0: it? You guys, Let's jump into their Mm -hmm. products. I'm kind of excited to hear their story.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Me too. So that's kind of where we wanted to start is just tell us about yourself. So that can range, I guess, start with you guys personally, like um, your upbringing, your history of education, things like that to then lead us nicely into where this came from. So Mm -hmm. whoever is comfortable to go first, by all means, jump right in.
2: Uh, okay. sh- yeah. I'll go first. One. Okay. <laughs> um. So I grew up in Michigan, which I see this Purdue helmet sitting over there.
3: Oh. <laughs> go blue. Whoa. <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs>
2: um. With my family, I have four older brothers and one sister. I'm the baby. Um. And after I graduated from college, I moved to Indianapolis. Got my first job here at a law firm, and then um, I switched to a mortgage company local here in Indianapolis as well, and um, kind of took a step back from the corporate world, and I was blessed to meet these lovely people, Lily and Dr. Faust, So, and that's what how I kind of fell into meeting them and talking about Smoothing Groom. Awesome. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah, I grew up in central Indiana, pretty conventional home, all of that, um, non-conventional in the way of having really artsy interesting we'll go with that word that's a good word (laughs) uh parents and entrepreneurs that do their own thing and um always encouraged to kind of be outside the box and so i do hair and i've done hair for a long time and my mom was a barber for a long time and dad's an architect and um i think that helped with like the creative kind of out of the box stuff so the smoothing groom path for that really started with not really loving tools that were out there, and then also on the hair side of things, being a lefty and doing hair is a really cool thing. I'm mean, using left handed <laughs> in general; everything's yeah. upside down, and so you kind of makeshift MacGyver things anyway. So yeah. that's kind of where it started with ergonomics of it, and um, we have a the IP surrounding the human version and then the pets as well. So just out of its origin, that's what we started with and seeing the need for both kind of yeah. kicked into that side of it. And I've known Dr. Tommy for a really long time and he's kind of helped mentor that portion. And that's how I know your Dr. Faust. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Yeah, like she said, we've been working together on this for a while, and just bringing it to market. And so, how many years have you guys been
0: working on the product or the project?
3: Oh, it's been a few years, but really, with Lace, this is our first year together. Mm-hmm. So she's new, new to the team. I shouldn't, yeah, say it's new, fresh, but yeah, yeah, it's fresh. Yeah, COVID's kind of been a fun little mm-hmm. setback for everyone, and before that, getting into pet shows and in person. I mean, our ability to show people is always way easier as far as conversion of yeah. Sale, you know, this whole try to buy ratio thing is like through the roof. So virtually and getting back into life as you know is it it's a kicker, but yeah, it's all good. So how did you guys meet
2: then? So Lily and I, um, she my significant other uh knows her and they go way back and i um came over and lily started doing my hair and you guys know how hair sessions go so we can get into some deep (laughs) (laughs) conversations
0: um
2: and yeah that was kind of how we just collided. Okay. Yeah. That's so cool. It's a small world.
1: Well, in veterinary, I was
0: thinking when you were talking about left-handed, like we have Mm -hmm. some left-handed veterinarians Mm -hmm. that have to do surgery. They end up doing surgery with their right hand because the tools do not work in their left hand. So, you know, they end up, they they just learned how to do it with their right hand. Yeah. Which I'm always like flabbergasted with because I'm like, you know, if you have, your strong hand clearly has to be like, you're more... Mm -hmm. De- you know dexterity would be better right. i think everything would be better so like but it's amazing i think like lefties what they've are just
1: secretly ambidextrous they can just do mm-hmm. things both, yeah. with both I hands agree. because yeah.
0: so it's pretty makes cool makes it easier sometimes but, but i can see the need where the need would mm-hmm. be out there for mm-hmm. those types of tools for sure, for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's i never would have thought about like i don't know just uh, even just like simple things like doing hair in general like mm-hmm. how the tools even then because i only think about it in our context but like globally everything's probably right. a lot
3: more difficult for After you so having the pencil mark on the side yes of your hand yeah writing, and writing. yeah yep. but yeah the with shears or any kind of razor Cutting. i mean the yeah. angle is everything right so yeah absolutely you do end up using both hands so Fascinating. To
0: all
1: those lefties out there, we appreciate you. That's, right. <laughs> That's right. Exactly.
3: <laughs> Shout out to
1: the
0: lefties. So for the project, then what are your guys' responsibilities for mm-hmm. the project?
2: So right now, um, I have been at a very steep learning curve doing a little bit of everything. Um, So dabbling in social media, marketing, doing some ads here and there. Um, Also getting out there, trying to do some events and spreading our brand awareness and just like lily said um it's a lot more impactful when we're in front of people showing them how the tool works and things like that um so really just putting our boots on the ground and getting our name out there yeah
0: Mm -hmm. got it that's cool what about you are you you guys do the same like do you just work as a group
3: or (laughs) Um, are you mostly in charge of design is really running this whole show right now so that's Amazing to have her on board. That's kind of one of our hurdles has been everyone on the team, It's which is a very small circle anyway, It's very busy with mm-hmm. life. And I have a couple hair salons and this, that and the other and play music and run around. So it's awesome to have someone kind of help spearhead moving forward. So that's where we've had hiccups of just getting the right people in play. And, you know, I'm always eager to be involved and help, but, truth be told it's it's time consuming and we need
2: and she's a busy lady we need this girl (laughs) so
3: she's been killing it and really really taking the lead so that's
1: awesome Mm -hmm. that's cool
3: i went to your
1: website and saw um
3: because i was curious i was like oh
1: how does this work but there is a video when you guys were at the a pet Mm -hmm. convention i think Mm -hmm. so that was super helpful to kind of see how people are using it but then their response is like verbatim right there so Just videos and, I mean, as you probably know, reaching out to people like in that avenue is
3: probably very helpful to get your, I don't know, the web, grow the web. (laughs) It's great for just feedback or just um, – the first year we went to the Pet Expo locally, we didn't have our product even manufactured. We just had our prototypes Mm -hmm. and it was kind of to gauge the local market and like what's the vibe, what's the temperature, how are people, you know, is it – Intuitive. What's the deal? And I, I personally was pleasantly surprised. I mean, of course, a little too close to it. I'm like, oh, it's great. But just people trying it and seeing it and all of that. So that was a very cool, encouraging thing to just be like, okay, let's jump into this. So yeah, it's also much more friendly. I don't know about from where you guys sit, but man, the hair world is like... <laughs> They're catty. Right? Yeah. So the pet world is like fun and everyone's happy. And oh, you like animals. I like animals. And it yeah. was so much more welcoming. The animals are just great. So yeah. all you can always wonderful. bond over a good yeah. Puppy, yep. you know? Yeah. Exactly. It was so nice.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So how did the, the, you discussed how the idea came to fruition basically of developing Smoothing Room. How did you decide the technology like of using like the, you know, how mm-hmm. it's shaped and then also like the blade technology, like that kind of stuff. What made you think of doing it that way?
3: Basically, it, although it's so different, which I'm often reminded when I go to cut my dog's hair and I'm like, I can do this. I do hair all day, every day. And then I'm like, oh, this is really not my jam. It's really hard, <laughs> full on grooming. But the idea of being able to remove bulk without cutting a lot off. So it's stems from, being behind the chair and you know there's plenty of ways to do different cutting and remove and just add texture and things like that but there's a lot of people that I will remove bulk or density with but they don't want to lose any length so kind of coincides with the pet thing and like I have a uh, golden noodle and if her ears get all tingly well then if it gets too far gone you're cutting a lot so kind of in that camp of okay i think we could use this for both and then so as far as ergonomically having it there there's nothing wildly brand new about a razor comb that's age old but the way that it's in there there's a lot on in the market that they break very easily how they're housed they're Mm -hmm. just Flimsy. Uh, yeah, do you feel like they're blimsy, flimsy? Mm-hmm. The plastic, or there's like a lever to eject these things that ends up breaking or getting stuck. So it's that was a f- you know form of just trying to solve that problem, but still being able to have the blade in there safely and then securely too, because it's ultimately a straight razor, so right. it has to be safe. And um, again, being a lefty, a lot of the tools that are out there are on the end of some sort of comb or stick or whatever and you end up having so many things in your hands. So a lot of i a lot of what i do all relate back to doing hair cuz that's all i know, but being able to have it in your hand or whether it's, you know, facing in or or out with the finger hole option um, just frees up your fingers and frees up what what all you can do with your, you know, your hands while you're still doing that. And then to incorporate the animal side, there's, there's no way that they're going to get hurt. You know, like I've had my dog not really like other tools and end up biting it or, you know, getting cut. And that's another thing is a lot of people, um, I know will do at like at home grooming or try and remove a mat or something. And then cut their pet really bad Mm -hmm. or whatever. So the safety aspect has been a really wonderful feature that we've seen with pets. It's, it's not loud or it's not abrasive like other tools. And, you know, with it being the blade being enclosed in the, in the comb, when it meets a tangle, it helps glide through it. And that's something that is hard to convey with just verbiage. You have to find the right verbiage because, Yes, there's a razor in there. It's going to cut the hair or the fur, depending on the type of animal. But it's not—it's not as um, scary as it sounds. You know, people hear blade and they're like, "Oh, I, that's too much. I don't want it near my pet." And it's like, well, it's there. the The teeth are so close together on this comb, and there's not a chance that this pet could get the actual you know blade out if they tried. So the safety features outweigh other tools right. as well. So mm-hmm.
1: I really like the aspect of um like it's a almost like a thin mm-hmm. layering like you had mm-hmm. said with so it's not like Oh, well, there's a huge mat in the Shave. middle Exactly. <laughs> right. And then yeah. you have a bald spot mm-hmm. and then it could grow back weird or maybe not grow back mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. I've seen that quite a bit in patients where, mm-hmm. you know, it has to get shaved for one way or the other and it it sometimes doesn't even grow back. So um I think that's a super helpful in those tight areas like behind the ears and mm-hmm. stuff like that too, where you know, you can kind of gently Mm -hmm. comb it out instead of,
2: okay, here comes a big blade (laughs) near your ear that's sensitive. So yeah, I have a Shih Tzu and she has gotten them like kind of in her armpit area, Mm -hmm. you know, and so just keeping an eye on that, the tool really is helpful with getting those tangles out before they get to like an ouchie standpoint. And right. it's much safer than
0: me trying to finagle scissors. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there. we've had people cut them with <laughs> scissors. Oh, because yeah. you know, yeah. as that mat goes down onto the skin, it then you oh. pull up on the mat, you tint the skin, mm-hmm. and worse.
2: And it's hard to see, and they're doing this. Mm-hmm. And- yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
0: I mean, there's just so many times. So you had mentioned um mats as one way, as one application. Um, what are some other applications that you see the tool being used for? Like as far as like grooming applications.
3: Yeah. And I mean, honestly, with the matting thing, that's kind of one of those. If it's a big, bad mat, it's not going to do the trick. It's preemptive and tangles and all of that. But, you know, I would say we see a lot around the face, whether it's eye goop or crusty mm-hmm. beards from bones or mm-hmm. ears like you were saying the sensitive areas yeah
2: the armpits kind of you know in that area around the ears at least for my shih tzu, she has the longer hair on her ears mm-hmm. and things like that so she kind of gets some mats in the front and in the back and then also if we're in between those grooming appointments her bangs get really long uh. sometimes and so i take the tool and i just it's she feels like it's a comb and i brush it back and it gives her a nice little trim and she can yeah. see for a couple extra weeks yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's awesome too because that's a big area where you know i'll see dogs with grooming right now we've had trouble even owners saying they can't get in for weeks it's backed up so that'll be Mm -hmm. one area where they'll come in for an appointment and they'll be like can you trim around their eyes Mm and well we're not groomers so (laughs) we really can't do it that well but that's a great point of like saying well we can maybe gently (laughs) trim it for you and it it doesn't replace that grooming Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: still helps. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. For sure. What about cats?
2: Works for cats Mm -hmm. too as well. I personally don't have a cat, so I have not gotten to um, use it on one as much as I would have liked by now, but um, definitely have really good reviews from our customers that have used it with their
3: cats. I have a lady uh, just the other day that was telling me about her cat who, you know, like the rest of us is maybe a little larger than COVID, the pre-COVID life <laughs> and can't really reach this certain area. And um, she's like, yeah, the Smoothing Groom is really helping <laughs> me help my cat maintain their
1: <laughs> So we're here yeah. for it. Yeah. yeah, that's true. There Actually, the big yeah, long-haired cats, I yep. get mats everywhere. Hey.
3: That's they
0: perfect. just can't groom themselves because exactly. they're such fastidious groomers like yeah. you know right. and then when they can't turn around mm-hmm. and reach certain places then it's like yeah. you start seeing those clumps mm-hmm. yeah. you know um my
1: cat right now at home he's he's a medium-haired cat but he has two little just clumps right here mm-hmm. on his neck because i can't reach it so <laughs> i that's exactly what i thought of yeah. when i saw this product too i was like oh i could just gently yeah. give him some pets and there you go. cut it out so or brush
3: it out i should say
1: (laughs) what do you yeah i guess is it cutting or brushing out the hair
3: is there a proper it's funny because like we're saying the messaging of knowing what to say i use words that i'll use at the shop but if i just say comb we need to remember okay we need to think people need to remember that there's a a Mm -hmm. blade in there so it's not just a comb because if they're just going to comb through we've even had people like oh it Cut the hair. I wasn't expecting that. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you got to – what do you use? I would
2: say I always refer to it as a razor comb, definitely. Just there is cutting, but, down. again, mm-hmm. we're – like she stated before, you know, if there's a really deep ingrained mat, we're not going to be able to get that out with our yeah. mm-hmm. tool. But um, preemptive in between those grooming appointments is where it's going to fit in perfectly. Yeah.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: okay. So do you see a difference having worked with animal hair and then – people hair like is there a distinct difference? Do you feel
3: like it's very similar? I think it depends on the type of animal. Animal. Like with my doodle, even though she's you know, she's got the curly kind of poodle thing going on, it's so much like cutting human hair. Mm Because it's not fur, it's not this double coated. I don't know the terms very well. Don't (laughs) double coat. Double (laughs) coat, (laughs) (laughs) double coat. Um, but I think it depends too on the type of animal and the type of what's the goal what's the objective of the owner we've had some people i mean let's be honest a lot of people their pets are their babies and some people are just wanting to extend the life of their groom in between or other people you know wouldn't dare just like people let's also, be honest, people, same with their own hair. Either they're <laughs> cutting their bangs at home or they're not. Right. <laughs> I'm going to know. So yeah. just be real with me. Um, it's truly polarizing. And that's kind of the same with this. Like there are some people that they wouldn't dare. And other people are like, oh, sweet. I've got kids and I'm busy and life is happening. So bring it, bring on the smoothing room, whatever, mm-hmm. is going to help get the burrs out or whatever. So I think it depends on the pet. It depends on their goals. But and it depends on the yeah. owner. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, I did notice on the website you had the caveat of you mentioned
0: like double coated. Yeah. Don't use it. is there, are there any situations where people or certain breeds that they shouldn't be using it other than the double coated, you know? Just the double
2: coated okay. um, animals. So anything like, you know, your German Shepherds and things like that. But that's really the only fur that we have um, not used it on or we, you know, we, prefer that you not use it on just because it it can hurt that undercoat so
3: and i think that comes back to it depends on the person because i have a couple friends that love it for those breeds Mm -hmm. you know it's not gonna de-shed like some really big hardy tool but they've used it but again it depends on the person Mm -hmm. you know if they're very adamant about not cutting into that coat i get that but it also depends So yeah, Mm -hmm. or if maybe it's like that type of breed, but it's just a small spot,
1: you know, maybe, you know, don't don't go through the whole dog Mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, you know, we recommend don't shave double coated dogs and Mm -hmm. people still come in with shaving them. So yeah, we're going to do what they want to do, Yeah, unfortunately. So (laughs) yeah, kind of is what it is, but yeah, application is key depending on what they want it for. Exactly.
0: So since you're here, I have to ask, what's your favorite detangler? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, for, why are you laughing? Humans or I think, uh, well, I mean, I don't have any girls all my oh. or boys try to so shave their heads or whatever if they if they got <laughs> not that they did, but it would have been because of gum or something like that, but mm-hmm. you know, my sister has like a golden doodle who um would get gets tangles, mm-hmm. so rue like is constantly getting tangles, and so I came across the product called Cowboy Magic, mm-hmm. you know, which is, is is it is that something yeah, you like Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, get yourself some cowboy magic, girl. <laughs> I <laughs> never put, heard of
1: it. Now I'm intrigued.
0: <laughs> well you have a horse, you should totally have it.
1: Or well, like mane and tail. Yeah, yeah, I yeah that like that.
0: Yeah. Right? I've used that yeah, for my so, horse, but. I was like, put it in a bottle and then
3: spray it and That's then That's right. Yeah. So yeah.
0: is that is it do you have any others that you
3: You know, there are plenty of really good brands out there. Even Paul Mitchell has their pet brands and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. That's a nice little crossover. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Probably could use it behind the chair. No one would know. But there we go. I don't know. Have you found any that you like lately?
2: Um, You know, I was thinking this question is something I do to Lily all the time. I'm like, oh, what's that smell? What's that? Mm -hmm. What should I use over here? So I kind of just go based off of recommendation. But I love anything – yeah, I would say Cowboy Magic are the main tail are the two that I've heard the most
3: of, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah most cool. popular. Mm-hmm. If we're talking hair, I could, again, spend the rest of the time talking about detanglers, but for mm-hmm. pets, that's probably a good yeah. go-to. Yeah, mm-hmm. Good go-to.
2: Good start. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Those are like
1: tried yeah. and true. Oh, yeah. Nice. There we go. <laughs> a little snippet of fun facts There you for go. Exactly.
2: Listeners.
1: Yeah. So we were kind of talking, you know, preparing questions, and one of the ones we were both interested in and just like – being kind of open and honest of like what have been some really early struggles that you guys have faced with starting the company like i mean we're definitely i guess i should speak for myself i'm not an entrepreneur i don't know business i know medicine so like i watch shark tank that's about it (laughs) so like is it is it super hard is it like the starting's easy but then the getting going i don't know what are your thoughts
2: So for me, I would, you know, like I mentioned earlier, it was a pretty big learning curve for me. So it was just kind of getting my feet wet in all these different areas and, um, you know, putting myself out there, Mm -hmm. um, and being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, something that I have really prided myself on has been, you know, my career, and this is something I really want to excel in. And so, um, I think that my early struggles would be just that learning curve, but it's also been um, a learning experience about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've really enjoyed it, um, and I don't regret it at all. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, from a struggle standpoint, I would just say learning, um, and you know, getting yourself motivated in the morning and like, okay, what do I got to do today? Because it's especially in the entrepreneurial world, it's hurry up and wait hurry up and wait you know it's okay we got this done now we got to wait for this to happen so um getting really excited and staying excited um has been
3: uh definitely fun yeah yeah Yeah, that's awesome i i mean like she said the hurry up and wait thing is real i'm (laughs) out of the gate not the fun hands-on stuff it's lot of paperwork or mm. I mean I guess it depends on the route, but with this in particular, like with the patent office and back and forth and things take a long time. Yeah. Takes a lot of it's just red tape a lot of the time, but it was really fun to do, you know, different types of testing and studies on different groups, but those fun hands on things are met with longer periods of waiting. Mm and of course not to bring it back up but COVID's just it's a time thing and it's this yeah. big black hole of where's the last few years gone but as much of a financial upfront thing as tooling and manufacturing and all of that is we have a really good thing going as far as what we can you know what our what our overhead and what we can sell these for and still be really reasonable. And, um, so that it's kind of a, a wash, I guess it's not, I wouldn't say it's a hardship or difficult, but on the other side of it, the just who's involved and, you know, you can get excited and everything, but having people stick to it or stick around, that's, that's probably been the hardest thing. Okay. I'd love to do it myself. But I, I mean, you can do anything, but you can't do everything, right? Yeah, like I, absolutely. I know that, and so just yeah. having that open palm of we need people, we need yeah. help. So that's where she's, really yeah, cool. <laughs> but, but yeah.
0: So you come up with part. the idea and then submit it to the patent, like for the patent process, and then that takes time to get sure. that back. Yeah, is There's that what a happens? Whole list and then.
3: Of Things that make it viable, Mm. and they can kick back all sorts of fun stuff to (laughs) you. And it just depends on the type of patent. And there's uh, there's so many details that I would have never known before doing this. But it's been really cool, interesting learning curve. I love product development. And if I didn't do hair or couldn't for whatever reason, I would probably do all sorts of that. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Do you get the studies then? after you get the patent and get the prototype or like how did the studies fit in? That was more, well, I guess it depends, again, on the type of product. This is, you know, there's no tech. There's no, this is very baseline as far as we were able to do rough prototyping and able to do some things before doing the tooling and machining and getting okay into the manufacturing, the big ticket stuff, just to even see if it had legs. So... Um these are all Dr. Tommy phrases here I hope he hears this and he's really proud of me regurgitating this information to you but um, we did a lot of studies with our own uh, like on our own before jumping into all of that just to kind sure. of
0: to see if it was viable sure. yeah sure. see if it was a viable option yeah. or if it would make sense to mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. okay that makes, makes sense. sense yeah, yeah. kind of want
3: to know where you're going mm-hmm. have an idea I guess and but. we did a lot with again, the hair side of things. And it was so interesting to see because you can really dig into who's your target. And I mean, so much detail, feedback. And I remember him saying, well, I don't know if if you want to be in here or listen to it or read the feedback. Sometimes it's not good. I'm like, I want it all. <laughs> like, let's talk about it. Because you want to know... Good, the bad, the ugly, like Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's good. Yeah, that's That's how you get better and learn and make changes, or what have you. So yeah, yeah, it was very interesting to me. I think that process is really cool. So it's fascinating. All the so then how does how does Tommy Faust fit
0: into the picture? Like, what is his what is like his role in the process?
3: Well, out of the gate, I mean. Again, like I said, he's been a mentor to me for a long time, even before this. And he's, you know, a, a owner in this. And um, he's been monstrous in just helping connect the dots and from everyone from the studies to patent office or, you know, patent attorneys to. Manufacturing, just the networking aspect and, honestly, the mentoring. And so, I mean, he's still very much involved.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tommy and I meet weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, he's definitely a lifeline, just like Lily. Mm-hmm. The whole team's been great to work with.
0: So, so yeah. kind of like a facilitator, like to move things down the line kind of thing.
2: Definitely. So, um, like she said, networking, inter- introductions, um, you know, we do – a lot of um, just discussing different ideas, things to work on, goals for the next week, and things like that. And he kind of helps me get those things over the finish line, so. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Good old Tommy.
0: Yeah. love Tommy. Yeah. (laughs) He's so funny. (laughs) We do. We love him, absolutely.
2: Mrs. Mrs. Faust. (laughs) Of course. I know, I realized earlier when I said Dr. Faust, I was like, oh, well, in this setting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dr. Tommy. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay, so if you had to sum it up, How would you set this apart from other grooming products? Because I'm sure you looked at what's out there already. So, is it the comb, razor aspect combined? Is it the, yeah, I don't know. Is there, what's the difference, I guess?
2: In my opinion, I would say the safety feature that we talked about earlier is our biggest thing. Um, And I I did want to ask you guys, you know, how often do you see anything like that? Do you see it very often? Is it problematic where, you know, pet owners might take, scissors and then accidentally cut the pet's leather, like their skin or anything like that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, it's a real problem. So
2: safety is a huge key for us. You know, we want to make sure that we keep those ones that we love the most Mm -hmm. um, safe and um while this is kind of situational varies by pet, you know, a lot of pets get anxious when they go to the vet or they get anxious when they go to the groomer. I know mine does. And I feel awful when she's shaking and I'm handing her over, you know? Um, So the ability to buy her a month in between grooming appointments is huge too, for my dog at least. Um, So those are the two things that jump out at me for, for our company. Definitely.
3: Yeah. I think, I mean, to her point, the anxiety behind it, I mean, they can feel when we're tense too. So it it's not a there's no electronic part of this and or there's no loud clippers or anything. It's pretty cut and dry. So I think it helps everybody be a little bit more calm, mm-hmm. and um that's a big a biggie. I, I mean, it of course the safety aspect <laughs> that's number one. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, awesome.
0: That's very cool. Yeah. Um, so I have to ask, who came up with the Bath Hero? Mm. thing on the website
3: yeah it was
2: so the bath hero mm. just was a supplemental second product that we Mm -hmm. um someone else on the team had kind of drummed Mm -hmm. up the idea and it's been great um i remember taking it home and it's way easier with a soap bar than you know having to squirt shampoo into your hand and your hands are all wet Mm -hmm. and you're slipping and sliding everywhere so it's great and it really does have that um groomer smell so um My dogs jumped in the lake after four days, but it lasted up to four days. The smell is great, and um, it makes my life a lot easier when it's bath time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they – you know, what we see often with pets um, and shampoo is the – turn the bottle over and then dump it Mm -hmm. on, and then you get so much shampoo, and it never gets, like, completely Mm -hmm. rinsed off. Yeah, And so it's like, okay, put it in – like, to Mm -hmm. keep them from doing that, I'm constantly telling them, like, put it in a milk jug, fill it with water, and then dump that Mm -hmm. on the pet, Mm -hmm. you know, because they will just
1: Mm – yeah. Yeah. And then it and sits on like, there I and don't it's even wear shampoo. The like <laughs> Why is yeah. this not coming
2: out?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's, yeah. And it has like an, um, I think I read it has like an exfoliating mm-hmm. property, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. There's okay. a
2: loofah plant inside with the natural glycerin soap. Okay. Um, and it helps with exfoliating your pet's fur. Um, of course, depending on the length of the fur, it can also help exfoliate their skin and yeah. get all that dirt out of there if they've been playing in the mud all day.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's nice. <laughs> so what's the goal? Is Is Smooth and Groom the company, and then you're going to have products that the company is going to produce over a period of time. Um, Is that the objective of the...
2: Yeah, that's kind of where we're headed. So Smoothing Groom is a grooming entity. We want to solve your pet grooming problems. Um, And the first one that we came out with was the Fur Hero. So how do we get rid of those mats? We try to prevent them early on by getting rid of tangles and knots. The Bath Hero, a great solution versus... Slippery soap or slippery shampoo and conditioner. Um, so I would say, you know, building that grooming base um, is a great goal for us. Um, but right now, building brand awareness and really just showing how impactful our product can be for those um, at home um, is really what we're focusing on right now. Yeah. Do you
1: think like, um, you know, another goal is it to like get into all grooming facilities and vet clinics? Or are you still just kind of focusing on the at home the Care, yeah exactly
2: yeah. Yeah, I think right now, what we want to do is help extend your life of your grooming visit. So we want to continue to either whether it's for anxious reasons, or you just can't simply get into your groomer because they're extremely booked. Um, we just want to give the at home everyday person who doesn't want their pet to have uncomfortable mats in their armpits or behind their ears or eye gunk built up, um, you know, or if their friends are coming over, get their beard cleaned. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> so we just want to give um, everybody at home the opportunity yeah. to t- take care of your pets um in a more simple and safe way so yeah, absolutely yeah. okay
0: yeah. well yeah that's really cool yeah. it's a it's a great you know idea and we've used it tommy gave us a prototype you know and we really liked it mm-hmm. so that's it yeah, yeah awesome. it's gonna be it's good to hear yeah, yeah it's gonna
1: be good i think it's great i think it's super convenient and
0: yeah i think the clients some. yeah would really like yeah Having that opportunity to, like you said, extend—if the mission of the company is to, you know, solve the grooming needs and, sure. and things like that—then mm-hmm. extending the life of the groom, you know, yeah, is going to be huge. Owners
1: coming in, can you, just, can you just, can you just do that? Can you just, <laughs> do,
0: can you just, yeah, like,
1: I guess, but you really don't want me to, exactly. Yeah, that's
0: <laughs> all. What we always say, we're like not groomers. Yes, you really don't want me to. Yeah, so exactly. Um, so, um, before we close, um, can you let everybody know where they can find you guys and where they can find the products right now?
2: Yeah. So you can come direct to our store. It's www.smoothingroom.com. That's smooth and the letter (laughs) N and then groom.com. Um, you can find us on social media. We have Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, which pretty excited about some of the stuff I've been coming up with. So be sure to check us out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah. And then we also have a couple retail partners, um, Straight Line Enterprises, um, and coming soon to uh, Uncle Bill's near you. Oh, oh that's okay. exciting. Yeah. yeah. That is very I exciting. I was not – I hadn't even told her yet. That's <laughs> awesome. That's yeah. a surprise. That's, that's awesome. Sweet. Yeah, yeah that's awesome! That was exciting news cool. for today. Yeah. So, yeah. That was very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: congratulations. That's Thanks. awesome. Thanks. Well, right. we want to thank you guys for yes. joining us today. Thank we you. really appreciate your time. We wish you nothing but the, the best because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's um, – you, you got to be courageous to get out there and be an entrepreneur and put your stuff out there. And so kudos to you guys for doing it. Um, yeah. It's really exciting. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. no, awesome. We wish Thank you the best you. of luck. Yeah, we appreciate, appreciate that.
1: that. Thanks. Should we do the official outro? Sure. You do okay. the official outro. Okay. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Veterinary Roundtable. Remember, send in those questions and be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at All Star Veterinary Clinic. If you enjoyed this episode or a previous episode, leave us a review on your podcast provider of choice. We'll see you in a few weeks for the next episode of the Veterinary Roundtable. Thank all right. You. Thank you. All right. <laughs>